Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, along with having the better microphone that is better able to pick up the, like, that sound, okay. which also I think we Uh-oh. had glass glasses last time. Yeah. No, they were plastic. So even the plastic was just, like, loud. So I brought towels to dampen it. But, like, there's a lot of, like, drinking sounds. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, because we also had cocktails, and so it was just, like... Like, very tiny in the, the background. Just the cutest. So just, like, very different. I had very different problems with the better microphone. It was way faster to edit, though. So I'm not mad about it. Make you feel like you're part of yeah. the drinking process. Which maybe that's why people are here. I don't yeah. know. Sip every time you hear a sip. No. No. <laughs> no, so I was just laughing. The fanfic I have for today, mm-hmm. I went to the person's, um, the author's bio, yeah. and I was sort of taken, I was caught off guard by kind of how hilarious okay. it is. So, because first it says, in Archive of Our Own, mm-hmm. under bio, it says, I live in, and it says, medieval Germany. <laughs> yes, I'm aware that Germany didn't technically exist in the 10th century. I know it as the Holy Roman Empire, if you're going to be a pedantic ass about it. Oh, God. And then the bio says... <laughs> that whole thing was where he lived, or she lived. Yep, yep. And then... <laughs> And then the bio, cause, oh, um, no. because the name itself was kind of difficult to pronounce, you'll mm-hmm. see. So the bio, it says, so the author's name is Poet Horatsut. Okay. I'm, I'm probably butchering that because it says it's pronounced Horatsut. That's unhelpful. Yeah. Wait. H-R-O-T. Horat? Horatsut. Horatsut. Is it supposed to be German? Sure. Okay. I, I took French and that was years ago. I took German for like a minute, but no. I don't remember well, anything about it. Um, anyway, so the bio says it's pronounced Hratsut. I've been called the best part of the Ottoman Renaissance, which is no mean feat given my lady parts. I wrote a lot of excellent morality plays about virgin martyrs. Wait, sorry. I just saw how it's spelled. Yes. <laughs> that looks like it's like Indian. Yes. Hratsvita? Yeah. That doesn't look anything like Hratsut. I... See, I don't think it's the, German either. I think it's str- a lie. The struggle is, I will link this all in the show notes so oh, everyone can no. still find <laughs> this later. But um, but yeah, so it says, I wrote a lot of excellent morality plays about virgin martyrs. Do check them out. But I've decided to switch gears and write smut on the internet instead. Oh, God. So that's our author today. Wow. Uh, welcome to Fine Bearings, <laughs> a podcast about fan fiction. And medieval Germany. Yes. Apparently. Today. We're going to go on a, uh, a ride. A quest. So I uh, I feel like I might misword what your prompt. Oh, I'm Grace. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Claire. <laughs> We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're I know. just so we, excited. We just went right to the bottom. Well, I'm so... In- oh, God. I feel like this is going to be a weird one today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I believe that your prompt was just find me a historical fan fiction. Yes. So <laughs> so the way I took that, because um, mm-hmm. I, I asked you about it after you initially gave me the prompt, and it was, you know, find a fanfic where the characters are in, it's like historical, but the characters are not from that time. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not like, you know, Sherlock in Victorian times. It would be some other right. character in a radically different time mm-hmm. than they yes. are from. Yes. So, what I found today okay. is <laughs> a Star Wars oh. uh, fanfic. The newer ones with Kylo Ren and Rey. So, oh, whatever that um, okay. that new Star the Wars recent is called. generation. Yes, the... Or trilogy. Yeah, trilogy. Well, I, I assumed tri- trilogy. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's going to be a trilogy. Um, and they are in, like, Crusades time. Oh. Like... 
like 1000 oh, wow. uh, AD. Okay, that kind of makes sense, though, just based on like the aesthetic of Star Wars. It's yes. like, oh, not quite Crusades time, yes. like future Crusades, but like, it's not that wild for me to think about. No, it was actually <laughs> reading it, I was like, this actually makes a lot of sense. So are there, are there the lightsabers and things from Star Wars? No. Oh, okay. Just the characters. So. It does kind of it does kind of make sense. So the little background okay. is the main character is Ray, yeah. um, but then she is and she's a little street urchin found on like the Holy Land, which I can assume is Jerusalem, probably in a sandy area, very oh, okay. much like Desert, in the actual midi. like in the yeah, yeah like midi in the movie. Steve. That's you know where she was from. Okay, and then Master Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. kind of adopts her and then takes her to Scotland. Okay. And um, there he, she is like his ward. It's so, it's really, he's teaching her to read French. Like, it's not like. In Scotland? Wait, what? <laughs> we are never anywhere near France. <laughs> so here's my understanding of why she's learning French. Yeah. Um, because she's learning French so that she can read Psalms from, ah, a, from this Psalm book. It's like a religious book reason yes and so so i think that's why Mm. he's teaching her french but yes they are in scotland and i i don't know enough about history to fully grasp if that makes sense (laughs) yeah based on how uh knowledgeable the author sounds i'm gonna guess she did her research and that was a plausible thing no the if in all of the chapter notes mm-hmm. were very well, like, it was... Very historical. Very, yes, there was a lot of good day. background on, you know, why people did certain... Th- I was just reading it and was like, oh yeah, I'm on board, and then I'd sure. get to the chat. Yeah, I'd be like, that makes sense, and then I would get to the end, and then there would be a more in-depth explanation of why, um, like, Ray's always carrying around a, um, a Psalter, which is, a, which is the Psalms book. And a Psalter? Yes, P-S-A-L-T-E-R. I okay. had to Google it, and Google read it to me as Psalter. Oh, I, I have a feeling, <laughs> just based on like the four episodes we've done already, I feel like you're going to come every time with like really quality, like well-written fan fiction that's like, oh, that's going to make me feel dumb, and every time I'm going to bring like really bad fan fiction that is just past the bar of me being able to like, read it. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you right now <laughs> that when I read this out loud, your reading is all, I think the tropes of us is going to be you always adding to your fanfic and I just have a monotone voice <laughs> and trip over words. So it's going to be a fun combo. Yeah, we're really, you A know. fine pairing, if you will. <laughs> oh, it's oh, all tied together no. now. <laughs> I honestly didn't even think of that. Oh, time, okay. But, but yes. Okay. Um, so yes, so yeah, so the ship in this is, um, is Kylo Ren Mm -hmm. and Rey, which prior to reading this, Mm -hmm. I understood how a lot of people could like see the sultry, their gazes between each other. Well, mostly because they have that like psychic connection and that's always in, turns into like a chosen one sort of like weird thing or they could be siblings, which would make it weird. I don't know. Anyway, I I, I get it. I get why they're like, you know, shipped. No, I get it. And after reading this, I was like, oh, I really get it now. Okay. Like, more, I understand. Um, Do they have a, a good ship name? Because I was trying to think of one in my head just now, and I couldn't. Oh, Ray Ren? Ray Ren? Because it, it's just Rain. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, it's Ray. It's Kyle. Oh, no, that's his name. <laughs> I was trying to Kylo look. Kylo Ren Ray. Ren Ray. It's like Kai Ray. Raylo. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rylo. Maybe it's Rylo. Should have. Should have Googled. It's <laughs> Ren Ray. <laughs> Raylo. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna Tumblr it real cool. close, real quick. If you're gonna be in here, you can't loudly lick your legs. The cat, not Claire. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. It's not important. Whatever. whatever. Doesn't matter. It's fine. I was just curious yeah. because... Ren Ray. Let's yeah, go sure. with that. Cool. Okay. So what is the cocktail that you have placed before me? Um, this is a interpretation of a drink I found on the internet called a Green Fairy. Heard of it. Um, it was th- in Moulin Rouge. Yeah. This one does not have absinthe in it. Fair. This one totally is it's vodka. It's one in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's appropriate for a daytime drink. Who knows? Um, so yeah, it's a citrus. It's a citrus vodka, mm-hmm. um, melon schnapps, uh, lime juice, and then there was no apple, green apple syrup. And so I have mixed in green apple schnapps and simple syrup. So okay. it will taste how it will taste. That's a lot of fruits. <laughs> I don't know. If you will not that. get scurvy from this drink. I oh, don't know if that's perfect. how it works. Ooh, that is tart. Wow. <laughs> I can feel it in my jowls. <laughs> okay. So, um, very quick sidebar. So I was working at the bakery this morning, and our owner likes to do the very, like, little tasks. Like, she'll, like, decorate things and, like, make the signs and, like, just do little stuff for the most part because she's not there a ton because she's got other stuff to do. It's fine. But she just, we have danishes, and we have a variety of danishes, and one of them is a cherry danish. So the signs for the Danishes, like, they're all the same. They all are a Danish with cream cheese frosting and then, like, a fruit on top. A fruit goo on top. And for some reason, she decided to label the cherry Danish as sour cherry cream cheese Danish. Okay. And three people today asked me how sour it was. I was like, I don't understand the question. It's cherries. Like, they're, they're tart. We didn't, like, add like candy sour flavor into it like just be like it tastes a, like a warhead it tastes like, <laughs> it's a challenge <laughs> can you eat the whole danish <laughs> anyway this is very sour more it, sour than a cherry danish no it kind of tastes like those like green apple yeah. caramel sucker but things. without the caramel yeah there's so no it's like nothing sweet to like yeah, you. I don't know if this was, um, I, I'm missing the mint Accurate. garnish, but I decided that mint? was... Mint? Yeah. With apple? <laughs> I, that's why I left it off. <laughs> Kia, that sounds disgusting. So I, I made some liberty that's choices. That's I like it. It's, yeah, it tastes like, uh, like candy. Mm-hmm. Good. Like a green apple warhead, which yeah. maybe less sour than mm-hmm. that, but mm-hmm. it's, um, it's definitely tart. Very tart. Okay. All right. I'm very excited for this, like, combination. <laughs> yes. No, as you will see, mm-hmm. I don't know if this fanfic is tart, but there is a fairy, so. <laughs> what? What a reason. <laughs> it seemed, I don't know, and the green kind of made me think of lightsabers, so. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it is the color of a lightsaber. Yeah, no, I did. It, wait, wait. <gasps> she just activated a light on the, I'm, I used a light up. Margarita glass. Ooh, there, that's a good color. There we go. I wonder if there's green. I think it changes colors, but that, <gasps> oh, it's green now. Okay, yes. beautiful. No, so she just lit up the margarita <laughs> glass, um, and so now the base is green. I don't know where the button is. Mine will just not have light. 
Today, Continuing. <laughs> today's fanfic is called Tithe by... <laughs> Tithe by an author whose name I cannot pronounce, but... It's like Horsuit. Yes. Poet Horatsavitha. And I'm so sorry that I'm butchering this name. I I can't promise that my reading will get... I'm really curious about this author. Like, I don't really even care if this fanfic is good. I want to kind of talk to this person and just be like, how how did we get here? Be like, explain, explain yourself. But not in like an accusatory way, just like... I really am curious. I'm just... Genuinely curious. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's dive into this fanfic. Mm -hmm. Um, I gave you a little background already. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, Ray is in Scotland and Master Luke is... Doing whatever. Oh, Crusaders how old is Ray? Is she of Star Wars age or is she younger? Of it's Star it's, Wars age. She said street urchin, which she was, and now she's older. So she's like been five, like, but... yeah, now now she's like Star Wars movie age. Oh, so, so we're like whatever. in the middle of the fiction. Yes. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Dive in. So yeah, so he like brought her over from mm. the Holy Lands see, on like I a see. boat, and now they're in Scotland, and poor little Ray is stuck at her needlework, which is boring AF. And so she decides, Master Luke is off fighting or doing whatever you did during that time. <laughs> fighting. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Um, it wasn't important to me because I was trying to get to the good stuff. Great. Anyway, so Ray goes out into the world, you know, escapes the little castle thing because she's a street urchin and wily. And now we are... Um, at our first scene that I will be reading for you. Beautiful. So, all right. The lake was just as beautiful up close. She carefully set her book down far away from the edge and took her boots off, lightly stepping into the water, feeling the perfect squelch of mud in between her toes. Holding her chemise and kirtle to her knees, which Wait. I assume is a dress. Chemise? Mm, yes. <laughs> undergarment okay. and over dress. I have no idea if you're pronouncing that right because I've never heard that word before. Should I... There is a, a 65% chance um, that I'm pronouncing it wrong, but Beautiful. I okay. think I'm not. Continue. Uh, holding her chemise and kirtle to her knees, she waded in a little deeper, giving a little splash with a laugh. So much clean, cool water. It was miraculous. She glanced around and noticed something that she hadn't been able to see from the distance of her bower. A glimpse of a rose bush. Can I drink every time I don't know a word? Yes. (laughs) It's been like three already. (laughs) Oh no, the number of times I had to Google and was like, thank God I didn't take the SAT, I would have failed. (laughs) Anyway, a glimpse of a rose bush. Its flowers larger than any she had ever seen before. Beautiful and enticing. She waded back to the shore wanting a closer look. Slipping back into her boots and picking up her psalter, she padded towards it, ducking under the bough of a tree. The roses nearly took her breath away when she was near. They were larger than her hands, full blooms that were somehow robust and delicate at once. The petals looked like they would be soft to the touch, velvety and smooth as silk. Taking her knife from her belt, she lightly clipped one of the biggest blooms off the bush, bringing it to her nose and taking a deep whiff. It smelled divine, a soft sweetness that dizzied the senses and perfumed her skin. Quickly shaving off the thorns with a smile, she tucked the rose into her hair. And then, all of a sudden, she was not alone. It was only years of living in the streets that abruptly warned her of that fact. The hairs along the back of her neck standing in fear. Holding her knife out defensively, she spun around. 
he was standing barely three paces away. Is it Kylo? No. Yes. <laughs> of course it's Kylo. Ah. It seemed impossible that a man so large could have sneaked up on her without making a sound. He was tall and pale, clothed in black from head to toe, his tunic, leggings, and cloak all made from the same dark and soft-looking fabric. While not exactly handsome, his features... Rude. <laughs> yeah. I too. Fair. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I, I think, as we get into it... So, one, I have never been... Uh, I've never been as attracted to Adam Driver... Who uh, who yes. plays Kylo Ren as other actors? I don't think there's anything wrong with him, but uh, I think this description is because he is a Adam fairy. Driver. Yeah, he's Adam Driver, but also a fairy, like a human-sized one. Yes. Oh God. Yep. This is like you know the phase. Uh, F A E. Mm. So you know, mystic, kind of steal your your children. Cool. That kind. Yes. While not exactly handsome. His features were striking, with black hair that curled around his neck and brushed the tops of his shoulders. More disarmingly, his eyes had a yellow tinge to them, clearly visible. I think that's the fairy part, not uh, that he has liver Wait, issues. in the... Wait, read that one more time. His eyes had a yellow tinge to them. The, uh, like, white part? I think the whole eye. Because Ew. She, because she doesn't actually know what color eyes he has until the end. Ew. So, so they're just yellow. Nasty. <laughs> Ray, is that <laughs> I breathe the tin. Oh no! Ray, I, I'm sorry. He said it quietly. Ray, okay. he said quietly. The words softened his tongue. <laughs> she took deep breaths, willing her heart to slow and her hands to stop shaking. How do you know my name? He ignored her question. Why is it that you come here without my leave to break my boughs and take my roses? Ray's hand lifted to the flower in her hair. Cotterhoff is not your own, she said, pleased that her voice came out steady, and there are many roses. He raised his eyebrows slightly at that, silent and cold. To Ray, it felt like a challenge. So she lifted her chin, her jaw set. I'll come and go as I please. By Fela, he said gravely, looking a bit irritated. You now owe me a debt. What does that mean? I owe you Oh, by Fela. Fae. What's like Fela? Fae, like fairies so it's ah. like how if you like fairies can control you if they know your name and you have to like be oh. careful um about stepping into you know like is that like circles. medieval lore yeah okay so it's there's like a lot of things about gotcha gotcha like so fae the fairy kind who mm. they look like humans but then have various supernatural powers question and then no yes <laughs> <laughs> is there gonna be something about ray rhyming with fae and her being a fairy <gasps> Whoa. No? No. Damn that it. would have been good. Ah. Ray the Fay. Anyway, I owe you no such thing. It only took two steps for him to close the space between them. God's teeth, but he was big. <laughs> Is that a phrase from yes. God's teeth? I, I've heard it and I don't understand it. Oh, no. I've seen it in movies, but sure. I... It I, sounds Scottish. Yeah. God's teeth. God's teeth. I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> um, it's going to sound weird coming from my mouth, but okay. Um... When he was this close, she could see that his skin had an almost gray tinge to it. Solid and strange. I know, right? These are terrible colors. <laughs> it is not for you to dictate law. I don't. The kiss was sudden and disarming. Oh, God. His hands cupping her face to pull her chin upwards. His fingers and lips were cold. Ew. Like Edward. No. <laughs> the chill seeping into her own skin, making her gasp against his grip. And yet somehow she was flooded with heat. The warmth curled in her belly and spread out through her limbs, making her dizzy and lightheaded with longing. She felt her book slip from her hands, landing on the ground with a thump. 
He pulled away with a frown at the sound, looking down. Remembering herself, she grabbed the chance to shove him away, sputtering wildly. How? How dare you? Your debt, he said simply, still frowning. Obviously. <laughs> when she reached for when he reached for her cheek again, she turned and fled, holding her skirts and ra- uh, racing back to the safety of the castle as fast as she could. So this is their first interaction. Correct. Oh God. <laughs> yep, that was the introduction of Kylo Ren. Hmm. <laughs> Prior to this, you've only met, um, you know, Master Luke. I have thoughts about the gray and the yellow. <laughs> Does that not turn you on? <laughs> and the cold. The cold by itself, sure. Fine, because, like, vampires are cold, but they're also, like, pretty. Sure. And they're alluring. But there was no, like, mystique of, like, and yet there was a glowing halo that drew me to hit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just was, like, he's cold and wet like a frog, and also I want to bone him. <laughs> Seems yep. confusing. Yeah, you're right. Um, or it's, uh, I've seen different things where it's, like, um, uh, supernatural creatures, when you're up close, you're, like, enchanted, like, like a creature with a snake. I get um, it. But then, like, you walk away and you're like, ugh, they were gross. And, but you're right, that didn't come off in this. But, God, yellow but yes. eyes. But yeah, that was um, the first interaction with Kylo Ren. Okay. Um, and so what we learned, at, that's the end of, there's only four chapters, and that mm. was the end of chapter one. Oh. Um, and the author teased, you know, obviously, the debt has not... Been, been paid. paid. Yeah. So she stole the rose? the rose? Is that what the debt is? Yes, ah, okay. she stole the rose. From and his land? His bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his land is, I don't. This is my bush. <laughs> yes, it's, it's based off of a, so this uh, fanfic is based off of a ballad, uh, Tamlin. I'll have to look it up again. Okay. But, uh, so it is based off of a ballad. So, you know, old timey fairy tales. You steal a rose, you gotta give him your rose. Ah. Wink. Wink. I don't know if that's what comes up in the actual ballad, but that's It's implied in some way. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, so she runs back to the castle, and uh, she, you know, is sort of like, who was that? And then the big thing is that she realizes she left her her psalm book behind, Mm. and Master Luke gave it to her, and it's special to her, even though she can't read it, so she's like, I have to go back Jessica to the back woods back. and her nursemate uh jessica is like uh don't go into the woods there's an evil fae by the name of kylo ren oh, shit. in the woods oh shit best be how careful. many words is this without cutting it out do you remember Ten thousand. okay yeah that's a that's a peft mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so so yeah it's a the whole it's a completed work and four chapters each are about 2500 okay words, so anyway we're on to our next section. We're back. Uh, Ray goes out into the woods, and she is going to, to try and retrieve her psalm book. Okay. So here we are. Mm-hmm. When Ray returned to the clearing, he was standing at his ease, steady as the trees around him, as if nothing to, as if he had nothing to do in the world but wait for her. Kylo Ren, she said slowly. He inclined his head towards her with a smooth grace entirely out of place in a man so large. Her psalter, she saw, was held firmly in his hand. He po- she pointed to it. I've returned for that, she said. It belongs to me. He looked down at the book, then back at her, her gaze searching. You cannot read it. Blanching, she jerked <laughs> her hand back. How did he know? Blanch sound like... <laughs> Blanch. <laughs> uh, a gift, then? From a lover? Did she, did she imagine the jealousy in his tone? She set her jaw. She set her jaw. From my guardian... He seemed appeased at that, relaxing slightly. He flipped the pages open. French. I used to be able to read French once. I suspect I still am able. She swallowed. What of it? You need a teacher. 
Was he suggesting himself? It was strange but tempting prospect. Master Luke had yet to return. The odds were that he would not be back for many weeks yet. Why is he? Uh, oh, he's like fighting. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's crusading. He's crusading. <laughs> he's out. Um, my understand. It's like I think what he's doing is like going out to the. So they're spreading Catholicism, of course. And so they they kill anyone who's not Catholic. Fun. Fall or bend the knee or die. So exciting. Yeah, it was a good time. <clears throat> good time. Um, he was the only one within the. He was the only one within the castle with the ability to teach her, but apparently not the only one without the castle. That's ah. sad. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kylo Ren held a hand out towards her. Come here. She approached cautiously, nervous that he would grab her again. But his touch on her elbow was gentle. They sank down to sit on the grass, where he opened the book and placed it in her lap. Using his hand to open it, he leaned in, it, the ghost of his breath sliding along her neck and making her shiver. Show me what you know. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it was you in, like, middle school. When you were like really into reading romance novels, and you explained to me that in romance novels people grab each other by the elbows, yeah. And since then, I've never understood why you that's steer a thing. People around by the like, elbow. just mm, yeah, like, gently yeah. touching elbows. You like I propel hate them. It. You hate it. It's so weird. You don't like your elbow touched. <laughs> Not specifically. I mean, I don't either. But I think that's why it's so easy to steer people because when you grab it, Ugh. then people are like, "Don't touch me," and they'll just go wherever Ew. you want. Exciting. Okay. All right, so then we enter uh, a bunch of slow burn mm. of Kylo teaching Ray to read, mm-hmm. um, where they like are slowly getting a little more touchy, a little more kissy, oh, a little more. They've gotten kissy already. Yeah, they kissed. Uh, oh, I mean, they did kiss. The they kissed once, they but then they like electively kissed mm. like another time. Okay, okay. Um, so now we're up to the Z-rated. Z? X. Z? X. Oh. <laughs> My bad. It's worse than X. It's like two levels past X. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> no, so this next part is more explicit. Mm. I'm not going to read all of it, mm-hmm. but know in your heart that when I read all of it, I was forever <laughs> changed. It was some of the Very best. graphic. It was some, well, it was like, but like at the appropriate amount of graphic, I've read things that are like, very like disturbing this mm. was very pleasant to read um just it seems like it's well written and yes. therefore would be like well described yes not the, necessarily like the aggressive com- yeah but... the composition was poetic uh-huh. and <laughs> a, la, a la poet Horatsut. you get it no ah no it really was it was really good um, but yes, it's uh, longer so in order to get through more of this mm-hmm. I'm going to read a section of it. I guess if you're sensitive, cover your ears, but... <laughs> For the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Skip ahead, like, ten minutes. Uh, yeah. Ugh. I'll tell you one more in the clear. In the clear. All right. <sighs> All right, so, and as a reminder, Jessica is her handmaiden. She, mm. like, appears for, like, one zilla second. Okay, cool. All right. When Jessica arrived to help her dress the next day, Ray coughed nervously and asked if she w- could gather some flowers to twine in her hair. If Jessica thought this strange, she said nothing. Finding her loveliest green kirtle, the one she had worn... On Sorry, kirtle yeah. is a bad-sounding word. Yep, yep. Dress. Dress. The one she had worn on her first walk her first walk to Catterhoff, she studied her breaths and set out towards the forest. When he saw her, his eyebrows raised very slightly at her finery. She walked towards him and settled between his legs, leaning back against his chest, determined to act like nothing was out of the ordinary. As she flipped through the, the psalter, she felt his fingers run along her braids, and the flowers were woven within them. 
beautiful, he murmured. <laughs> it could have meant uh, her or the flowers, perhaps both. When she started to read, he picked up where he had left off the day before, hooking his hands under her thighs and bending her knees up. Her finger, his fingers, deftly slid upwards from her ankles along the bare skin of her calves. Ooh, she's scared. I know. She tried to keep her voice steady, reciting the first psalm. His fingers met the cloth of her underthings at her knees, and he continued to <laughs> the Sorry. <laughs> forgot. That's forgot where, that's, forgot yeah. that's where they would be, is um, at her knees. <laughs> it was a more conservative time. Except for this part <laughs> that I'm reading. Why you fuck a fairy in the forest? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's different. Wear covered under things. <laughs> fuck whoever you want in the forest. In the forest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, his fingers met the cloth at her under of her under things at her knees, and he continued over the fabric, tracing along the underside of her legs. Her words stumbled when he reached the cleft of her thighs. It was a place she had barely explored herself. But her whole body was tingling as his fingers traced that warmth, slowly moving, moving slow circles that made her want to buck her hips. With each movement, she had vicious, she had to viciously fight the urge to snap her legs shut, knowing that if she did, he would stop. She didn't want him to stop. <laughs> he suddenly pressed through the fabric and she dropped the book, giving up entirely as he chuckled. Arching her head back against his shoulder, she pushed against his fingers, wanting more. Her voice had deserted her. She didn't know how to ask, didn't know what to ask for. Was all this finery for me, he said, voice low. She closed her eyes and let out a whimpering sound. (laughs) (laughs) I'll understand that as a yes, he murmured, resuming his stroking. His other hand crept under the side lacings of her kirtle and traced her breast through the thin fabric of her chemise. Chemise! Her nipples hardening (laughs) against his strokes. She's wearing like a, it's like Like, um, a slip. Yes. A fancy slip. Yes, a fancy gotcha. medieval slip. Um, when when she leaned into his touch, he swiftly withdrew his hands and lifted her by the waist, turning and pulling her into another kiss. As she clung to him, he pulled off his cloak with one hand and tugged it away, <laughs> casting it to the ground behind her. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> oh. Just taking things off with one hand is yeah. hilarious to me. Yes. Oh. Uh, with more presence of mind, years of self-preservation might have kicked in. She distantly knew that Master Luke would be very, very much, would very, very much not approve of what was happening. But she felt starved for touch, desperate for more of that closeness from this dark and strange man, craving what he was able to make her feel. So when she lay, when he laid her down on the cloak and began unlacing her kirtle, she let out something that was a cross between a happy hum and a sigh, gazing up at the canopy of trees above mm-hmm. her. <laughs> happy hum and a sigh. When his thumbs hooked over the waistband of her underthings, oh God. she lifted her hips slightly to let them be dragged off. Good. Um, between being just, being in just her chemise, sheer as it was, somehow felt more sinful than being fully unclothed. His eyes roved over her and it felt like being touched. A million delicate caresses that reached everywhere at once. Wow. To, <laughs> to her surprise, he pushed up, pushed up her knee and began kissing along the inside of it, gently moving upwards along her thigh. She had a vague understanding of what happened in the marriage bed, and she was fairly certain that this was not it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so he's kissing a line Because his upper... face is going away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be like, what? Um, yeah, she's Confusion. like, faces don't make babies. Um... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, confused, she tried to prop up on her elbows. Kylo? Don't fret, he murmured, giving her another one of those little You're smiles. doing it wrong. <laughs> Trust me. 
It was difficult to trust him when she was so very embarrassed, uncertain that his face should be so close to her womanly parts. But as he murmured, beautiful, his fingers parting the curls between her legs, she found it hard to think clearly. When his mouth lowered to it, she nearly jumped clear in the air in shock. (laughs) The sensation warm and curious and ever so good. (laughs) When he began to lick, solid, long strokes, followed by tight swirls, she fell back into the cloth with a cry. She could feel the flowers coming loose from her hair as she unwrapped. Symbolism. Symbolism. (laughs) The crushed smell of them perfuming the air. Just crushing flowers with your head. Yep. There was something growing, coiling in her hips, but she didn't know what it was. A snake. Snake. She ought to have been afraid of this new and unfamiliar sensation, but she wasn't. Instead, she desperately wanted to continue, wanted to chase it to its conclusion, to know what lay at the end. Her moans became pitched and meaty. Her legs kept trying to snap shut against her against her will. His hands were firm on her thighs, keeping them apart as he worked mercilessly with a swirl and a flick of his tongue. The sensation abruptly changed, snapping like a whip through her body. For a moment, she was suspended. It was like being on a ship again, the world unsteady underneath her. Ray hates ship, but oh, <laughs> she did not hate this. End of the part gonna, I'm going to I was going to say, Ray hated ships. Yep. And so she was unhappy. No, so, no, she likes no, this. She likes this ship. No. Um, so then it continues on into Wild. a lot of a lot of sex. sex. Um, I saw but, the word please like three times. Yep. And I just read the yellow tinge was brighter than ever in his eyes. Oh, ew! But his gaze was so filled with lust and satisfaction that her words died in her throat. Um, so yeah, so she was just gonna be like, oh, something looks wrong with your eyes. You look, you look um, sick. You look sick. So yes. Okay. So they go on to have some mind blowing more and more sex. Um, intercourse. Does anything sex. happen like supernatural with the fact that he's a fairy and he's having sex? Does he like glow or no. like ejaculate anything no. interesting? Damn it! No. He's <laughs> like wings unfurl suddenly. <laughs> His eyes glow. I don't, I, no, that's but not they, any fun, though. But they just glue with lust, not with light. Yeah, they glue with lust, not with light. Yeah, so it was just regular sex. sex. Like, cold gray man. The best sex she's ever had. Something she, we can all relate to. She is a virgin, so there of is... Of course. There is a little where she gets Quick nervous. stuff. It's, like, it's actually really not bad. It's actually really good, but, like, it is weird to read the part. I wasn't going to read the part out loud where he's, like... He's try to stay at ease and keep the strength from your body. So, like, keep, relax. Oh, okay. Relax. <laughs> relax so that he could enter her. Um, again, it felt, as I was reading this, it felt very, like, the right timing. It's like, the nothing really tripped me up. I just, like, flew through this and was like, yeah, I will never unread this. But in the <laughs> best way. It's yeah. like, it will live with me forever. Good smut. It was a very good smut. Um, but yes. So, onward. Um... So they part, mm-hmm. and he was. she's like, I have to go. And he's like, do you? And she's like, yes. And he's like, I'll miss you. And she's like, don't know what that means. Um, and what it is... Yes, he did. No. Um, she goes back to the clearing, and he's not there. Oh, no! And she goes to the rose bush, and she clips every rose off the bush, Aww. and he does not reappear. Just like 20 other fairies. They're like, they're like, bitch! No. <laughs> Those were all our individual roses. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? No, so it's very sad because he, because her debt has been paid. Oh, I see. So So he he left. So he doesn't reappear, and so it's Hmm. sad. And then, Mm -hmm. flash forward a couple of weeks. Oh, no. 
Ray oh. is pregnant. Oh, no, I thought, for a minute, I thought maybe someone else was going to come, and oh. then I realized it was only Master Luke, and I was going to a weird yeah, place in my brain. Like, and then Captain Poe shows up. No, this and is Master not. Luke clips a rose, and it all happens again. <laughs> Start from the beginning. <laughs> but you already know how to speak French. <laughs> what will I teach you? Speak French to me. The <laughs> ways of love. <laughs> Very. No. It's um, a weird ship. But yeah, so Master Luke comes back from his crusading, mm-hmm. and he's been gone long enough, I assume she's showing or something, because he's like, mm-hmm. daughter, are you with child? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, is it... <laughs> <laughs> and he's and then he's like, is it one of the gentlemen from this castle? And she's yes. like, and she's like, no. She's like, I'll figure it out though. <laughs> I don't know who it is. She's like, she's like, it's that's not way any. shady. He because he was like, I would marry you off to any of these if that's what you want. And she's like, no, I'll take mm-hmm. care of this. And she talks to her nursemaid, and her nursemaid, and her she does one of those like cagey like, say you know you had a little something you needed to get rid of. What would one do? And, you know, Jessica, the nurse, is like, well, if there was a thing that needed to be taken care of that was out of wedlock, um, you would need these poisonous herbs that you would need to go get. Is someone going to die? Is she going to die of, like, anemia or something? Poison. No. Or poisoning. No, no, no. You'll you'll see. So next we are, um, next scene is Ray going out um, to harvest these herbs. Okay. It was more difficult to leave the castle now that it was so full of people, but not impossible. Ray sneaked out before the noonday meal, dodging guards and serving boys. Her feet traced the familiar steps to Katarav. I almost have a burp. <laughs> stuck. This drink is too syrupy. <laughs> Ugh, nope, it's just gonna be there. Um, <sighs> to the lake that she had first dipped her feet in on that warm afternoon. Stems of a foot. Oval gray-green leaves, downy to the touch. I think that's the description of the plant. She's what does steps for. of a foot mean? Wait. Stems of a foot. My bad. What does that mean? Wait. Mm, I think stems it's long. Of a foot. Is it like the stems are a foot long? Oh, oval. oh wait. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oval gray-green leaves down into the touch. So she's looking for a soft gray-green uh, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. She's describing the plant she needs to find. I don't know yeah. why that tripped me up so bad. <laughs> no, it's probably because since this originally came from a ballad, then mm. like everyone it's... who listened to it knew what those words meant, and they weren't like, mm. go find some nightshade. Right. They were like, go find Well, and also it's like very poetically yeah. written, which like, maybe if I was taking this more seriously, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, beautiful. you know, beautiful uh, lyrics and wordplay. Yeah, no, when I was reading this myself, then just in the comfort of my own head, then yes, I was like, what beautiful words. And now that I'm reading them out loud, I'm like, I am not. I don't understand this. Yes. where I am in this story. I'm like, who am I? And to, and to me, it was really not important what the F these leaves look like. So I was like, whatever. Carry on. I'm not a great reader, it would seem. If I don't understand something, Things I just keep going. Things we learn about ourselves in like our late 20s. Yeah. If I don't know something, I'll just keep going. I just, I'm like, ask no questions. It's fine. If it's important, someone will explain it to me later. If not, we'll get like a really angry email. <laughs> be like, how do you not know what eggplant looks like? <laughs> be like, I'm sorry. I, mean, I don't. I just don't. Uh, anyway, um, she would not have a bastard. She had come too far and endured too much to let that happen. It pained her, being alone for so many years that had made her long for her own family, a child all her own to love and hold, but not like this. When she reached the lake, she found the herb flowing plentifully. Treading carefully in the mud, she withdrew her knife and clipped several of the stems. 
Jessica had not specified how much would be necessary, so she moved along the bank, not wanting to make a second journey to this painful place. As she reached for a third stem, a hand grabbed at her wrist. When she jerked up in shock, she looked into yellow eyes. Oh! Eyes in a forearm that had appeared as silently as, it, as he had first arrived, as silently as he had then disappeared. Take no more, he said, reaching for the herbs held in her hand. His tone was insistent, confused, hurt. Why do you pull this poison? What makes you har- harm the babe we got together? She yanked backwards, finally pulling herself free. I will pull as I wish, Kylo Ren. I will not bear this child. If he were to a gentleman, I'd bear him and rock him all the winter's night. But I will not have the shame of a bastard. He then held out his hand, supplicating. If it's a gentleman you wish, I can be a gentleman. I can be a gentleman. <laughs> You're a wild shade. You cannot be a husband. I'm going to say that to the next time I'm breaking up with someone. <laughs> You're a wild shade. You're a wild shade. You he cannot is, be a husband. He is gray. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, he closed his eyes, hunching his shoulders in on himself. For a moment, he looked not like a powerful and mysterious being, but a man. A rather young and uncertain one at that. I am under a curse, he said finally. I was a man once, long ago. But I was foolish and fell under the sway of the fairy king. Oh, no. Faye waited, heart in her throat. In a week's time, I am to be paid as a tithe to hell. I was promised power, but... What? He trailed off. Wait, are fairies, de- like, devils? Um, Demons. yes. Yeah, I think that's, like, folklorically oh, no. the best, like... Is this just Rosemary's baby? No. <laughs> but that would be a great... God, a fairy baby I just did, bursts out. I did wonder it that, like... So, if they break the curse and he becomes a man, since the child was conceived under demon, Mm -hmm. then, like, is the child a demon, or is... I would assume this, based on fan fiction I've read in the past, it's a half-fairy baby and a half-human baby. That's what I would have assumed. That's what I would have assumed. That's... My guess, if... Okay, so, like, when you were telling me that she was pregnant, Mm -hmm. I had a guess that she was going to try to abort this baby. Yep. But it was a fairy baby, so it, like, it didn't work. And so, oh. like, that was going to bring him back that, like, he had a son or a daughter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like that's not what's happening. But that's whatever. not what happens, but I, I feel like I have read that, what right? you described before. That it's, like, that you go and try and kill a supernatural baby, and then you're just like, this is dumb. And so you have to, like, go to the father and be mm-hmm. like... I have this. And you'll be like, Maury, be like, you're the father! <laughs> no shit, it's can't. Ray. And I can't... <laughs> It's gross. <laughs> this one would be. Oh, man. Uh, okay. That would be... Continue. I'm so bad at it. Right. <laughs> it's fun. Um, in a week's time, I am to be paid as a tithe to hell. I was promised power, but he trailed off, looking ashamed. He closed his eyes, and she put her hands to her face. I don't understand. What is this to me and my child? There is a way to break the curse, he said softly, but it is dangerous. And should you fail... You will be sacrificed to the Fae, and I do not wish that. But if I succeed, I would be a man once more, and you will love your child. Oh! So, end that scene. That'd be good. So, next up, I think I will try and break the curse. Oh my god. On Halloween night, Ray pulled out her kirtle, pulled up, what? Pulled on her kirtle and wrapped a scarf over her hair. In the witching hour, holding a lantern, she walked through the kitchens and out of the keep with a steady and determined step. She went down the lane for miles. At long last, with the moon high above, she came to Miles Cross, a meeting of roads marked with a single post. A crossroads. Ha! As it were. Get it? I didn't get it the first five times I read it. <laughs> so, but that's just because I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> We're uncultured swine yeah. compared to a horn suit. <laughs> yep. I just, 
didn't understand. It's that I was reading it so quickly because I was so excited that right, I would get, right. and I was like, "Why? Where is this special place they are?" Um, anyway, the Fae would expect her to be afraid. Many years ago, she had fought off a deadly snake with only a stick. One evening, faint with hunger, she had overpowered a wild dog for the waste of a meal thrown out of a window. When her limbs were about to give out, when her body was sore, when she thought there was no more dignity left for her to lose, she had persevered. She had endured. She would have. She would have her child. Withdrawing a vial of water blessed by Master Luke, she walked slowly around, sprinkling drops until she encircled all of the crossroad. Extinguishing her lamp, she then slid down behind a hedge and waited. Uh, Ray, I almost said Fay. It's Ray. Ray felt with her arrival like a ripple in the air, a gust that crested in her very blood. The world became quiet, all sounds fallen away in a silence so complete that it roared. The wind was still, her own breathing sounded ragged and loud in her ears, surely so loud that she would be found immediately. The first horse was black, ridden by a creature mm. that bore no resemblance to a man. His skin was mottled gray and his head domed and scarred, his eyes shrunken pits in his skull. His hands held the reins under a black cloak, the fabric like nothing she had ever seen. It seemed to move with its own volition, to ripple back and forth without any wind. Ray shook as he rode by, uh, exuding? exuding an air full of evil like nothing she had ever felt. I need to work on my reading skills. <laughs> The next horse was a chestnut brown. Is this the four horsemen of the apocalypse? There's only two, but I also thought. Ah, that wait, isn't this. there? Oh, no, there's, there's yep, just, 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 yeah, just, there's just two. Or wait. No, there's three. No, there's three. Black, uh, brown, brown, and, and white. white. Yep. <laughs> <Nope>. Only three. <laughs> Not quite the apocalypse. I was like, I remember it wasn't the apocalypse. Because, yeah, I had the same thought when I was reading it. I was like, ah, and then I was like, then, then it's like the apocalypse doesn't just happen. Just kidding. There's only three. Yes, the next horse was Chestnut Brown, ridden by a man with skin so white that he nearly glowed, moon reflected in his shock of red hair. Ray looked past him quickly, wanting to see him on, to see only one thing. Oh, that's who that guy is. Wait, what? Um, the first time I read it, I couldn't place who these people were. Mm. The Because the, these two are, it's like one is like Snoke and... Oh, the then, evil. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, and then okay. one is like... Oh, the, the commander? Red, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember his name right now. Hey. But yeah, because I, again was just, like, so rocked by the sex scene that I just stopped just reading. Just over everything else. Yep. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, and then there was a white mare with a glistening mane. A man rode astride it in a hooded mantle, his features shrouded in shadow. Ray looked to his hands, just as Kylo Ren had said. There was one gloved hand clutching the reins and one bare hand set on his knee. Heart in her throat, she bound her kernel between her legs and crouched, ready. The procession moved with agonizing slowness, the movement of the horses in no way matching the amount of progress they made. But when the white horse finally reached her, she cleared the hedge and sprinted, her earlier life holding her in good stead. Quick as, lightning, as a lightning flash, she grabbed the figure by the arm and dragged him off his horse, her knees, her knees nearly buckling under his weight. Ugh. There's the bird. <laughs> his hood came loose as he fell, revealing Kylo Ren, just as he had promised. He managed one eye, a wide-eyed glance at her before he touched the ground. The moment he did, an agonized choke left his lips. Ugh. His body gripped in a terrible writhing movement that nearly jerked him free of her hands. There was a terrible hiss, a sound that rattled Ray to her bones. Glancing up, she saw the terrifying creature lifting an arm towards them. The ground lurched beneath them in a shudder. When the time comes, I will turn in your arms. Mm. Something scaly was under her palms. Closing her eyes, she gripped it tightly as it thrashed, ignoring every instinct that she ever had. She dared not open her eyes. The sight of the snake might have been too much, too familiar a fear from her childhood. As it writhed, she wriggled backwards, trying to make it towards the edge of her holy circle. But hold me tight and fear me not. Remember that I am your own true love. 
So she has to get him out of the circle to get him safe. Correct. Ah, okay. Yes, this is her task. It's ah. that she is going to be faced with these <clears throat> fears that will make her want to drop him. Oh, but she's okay. got to, like, drag him gotcha. to the holy circle at the crossroads. Okay. Um, so, yes, first he was a snake. Then there was another hiss, and she was wrestling with a creature that she had never seen before, with gray matted hair and trembling teeth. It looked like a dog, but was much too big, its eyes too wa- fierce and wild. It had claws that dug into her arm, so she gave it a solid kick as she pulled it into a headlock, grunting in satisfaction when it made a whimpering noise in response. Just a little fuzz. So this is him? She has to, like, hold him as he's turning into these things? Correct. Gross. Yep. Uh, hold me tight and fear me not, and I will be your husband dear. Mm. With a final hiss, she was holding a burning ember, the fire scalding her hands. She could smell her own flesh burning as she threw herself the last few feet, the agonizing heat making her want to drop it. God's teeth, it hurt. It hurt so much, and she wanted to let go more than she'd ever wanted to let go of anything before in her life. Hold me tight and fear me not, and you will love your child. She cleared the boundary at a roll, and there was a deafening crack. The pain eased in a moment. Kylo Ren was in her arms, naked as the day he was born, shivering and and wild-eyed. She pulled off her mantle and quickly wrapped him in it, his shoulders comically too large for her cloak. Kylo Ren, the creature spoke, even knowing that they were now beyond its power. Rey shuddered and resisted the urge to clap her hands over her ears. The sound was every horrible thing she'd ever known rolled into one. The roar of a sandstorm, the screams of women in childbirth, the crack of thunder at sea. Kylo raised his weary head and looked towards the figure. Had I known what I see now, it continued, I would have taken out your eyes and replaced them with stone. I am free now, Kylo croaked. I see what my foolish eyes could not when I was young. You were the most treasured, the creature said, my most beloved. Kylo's hand tightened on hers. A curse, he said, not a gift. There was a moment of silence before the creature turned on his horse, stately and slow. The procession continued as they watched, gradually moving beyond the crossroads, a stream of hooded and and inhuman figures. And then abruptly, they were gone. Sound returned to the air, the tentative beginnings of morning songbird and the rustle of grass in the wind. He was shaking, she realized, trembling from the cold. She stood and returned to her hiding place. Pulling out her lantern, she walked to him with the bundle of clothes she had brought, things she had stolen from Master Luke. They will probably be too small, she said, putting them into his hands, but I thought it better than returning you as bare as Adam in the garden. Adam Driver. Aha! No, not that Adam. In Girls. (laughs) He was naked. As bare as Adam in Girls. (laughs) It's pretty damn naked. It's very naked. He looked down at himself and back at her. His eyes were brown now, she saw. A dark and rich color. Yes, he agreed gravely. Not the correct way to earn your hand, I think. He tugged on the tunic and breeches, the fabric stretching a little awkwardly on his frame, but covering him well enough. The horizon was now tinged with pink and gold, the sweet wind and clear as the new day. Hand in hand, they set out, back towards the castle and whatever awaited them there. Ah, oh, that's the end. Uh, so that's the last part I'm going to read. The end is some real good fluffy stuff where she brings back this strange man to Master Luke and he's mm-hmm. like, is this the father? And she's like, this the father. <laughs> and he's like, he's dressed awful weird. And she's like, don't question that. <laughs> don't question and, it. and then he's like, where are you from? And he's like, um, I was from here, but that was a hundred years ago. Turns out Master Luke has recently acquired whatever castle that was. Mm. And so he's like, I will make you a gentleman and you can live in this castle. Great. And then they get married. They have another sex scene, but this time with him as a man. Fun. And then uh, epilogue is some fluffy stuff where 
uh, what is it? Ray just has a baby, mm-hmm. but it's actually her third baby. So they have mm. lived. So they've had two girls, and she just has a boy. Cute. And it's very cutesy. And so the first lovely. baby's not any no. kind of fucked up. No, that yeah. was. I really wanted them to be like, and her eyes glowed with subtle yellow, color. subtle. Blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. They they feared the day that she would be taken or whatever. Right, or like they have to do it again to like no. save her. Yeah, it no. seems like there is room for a sequel if yes. there had been want of one. Yes, which they she included some stuff. So in order to keep the fae, the fairies away, mm-hmm. um, you need steel, and so okay. fa- uh, Ray has a steel wedding band mm. and then they have iron in their cribs so that the baby like, can't get taken yeah the bars are iron so the babies can't be it's taken the plot of labyrinth it is <laughs> it is the plot of labyrinth um <laughs> crossover if she had had next next fan fan oh that's goblins that's goblins it's goblins, goblins. Yeah. very yeah. different totally yes. different if that bed had been steel and not wood maybe he wouldn't have, toby wouldn't have been taken but uh, alas so yeah, uh, so that's uh that's the end. That was wonderful. It was. So okay, one of my pet peeves in fan fiction, which like some people, you know, need a um a jumping off point, but one of my peeves is when someone will take the characters from something and then put them in a situation that they wouldn't be in and also they're not really acting like the characters. So yes. it's basically just a different story and they just happen to all have the names of whatever story. Yeah. And I was thinking about that with this one, and I was like, I mean, is there a reason it has to be Star Wars? Yeah. But it seems like there was a beautiful tie-in at the end of, like, taking Kylo Ren from the dark side yep. and bringing him to the light side, but making it, like, a fairy allegory from apparently yes. this limerick that I don't know. Yep. <laughs> so, great job. I don't either. I don't know I'm anything. I'm not gonna look it up. But I, I had fun. That was fun. Good job. No, Good I thought fan. it was, um, I agree. It was like, um, uh, Ray was grew up in kind of the right time. Even the clothes kind of make sense because mm-hmm. of like the cloaks and the tunics, yeah. and um, I could very much mm-hmm. see it and see how Ray would chafe against doing needlework and mm-hmm. um, she wants to like rough it out, yeah, and, like, you know, be on the streets, yeah, and then yeah, exactly the taking away from the dark side too. I thought mm-hmm. I agree. So I felt very like nice. it was it actually this Good time tie. this time worked very well. Um, which one could also argue that technically Star Wars is in long ago, yes, in the galaxy Whatever. far, far away, <laughs> which could be Scotland, this, Scotland <laughs> with fairies. Wow. I do wish there would have been, like, one maybe, like, magical element where, mm-hmm. like, not a lightsaber, like, but, like, a force, like, a fairy yes. force or Levitate something. Some stuff. Yeah, well, not even, you know, just, like, some kind of, you know, one little tie-in of, like, yes. there's something Star Wars-y about it yeah. that aren't just the character names. Or, like, but... mention, like, the light and dark side. Because yeah. there could be, because there oh, are like good the, and bad no, fairies. Cause, yeah, because we do get into the bad fairy. Obviously, they're bad because they're gray and they have yellow eyes. <laughs> and, like, the apocalypse comes at the end. No, because I was thinking of, like, Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. where, um, mm. fa- like, fairies are not good or evil. They're just mm-hmm. kind of neutral. And it's what they do with their powers. And it's what they do. And if you, like, it's, like, whatever they're feeling in the mm-hmm. moment, they're, like, you can be beautiful, yeah. or you will die. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, like, he was taken by a dark fairy, and maybe like Ray had to find like a light fairy to like yeah. talk, you know teach him the way. Or Ray is come. the light fairy. Yeah, like Ray she light. turns out to be one at the end. Yeah, that would been fun. So, aside from that, because it was very like yes. Scottish and in, in the past. And, yes, you know, very well tied. But 
but no, it was there was a little element of, of Star Warsy magic. Yeah, it was beautifully written. So good. I, I loved I loved reading it. Yeah, I have already suggested it to at least one friend to be like, um, check this out. To be like, you need to read this. Um, you know, schedule some time for yourself. <laughs> schedule like a good forty-five minutes. Yeah, just like where you don't have to be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Good times. Does this? Uh, it sounds like this author has other work. Do you know what the, their other work? Yes, her other work because I w- is based on. Is it all very like medievally? Yes, because not I was, medieval crusadesy. Yeah, times, I was looking at her long page, past. and her fandoms are. Assassin's Creed, okay. Star Wars sequel trilogy, which is, I, I don't know, mm. I think that might be this one, the Star mm. Wars um, episode seven, The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and she had tagged this, this last one, Tamlin. Um, so it, mm. it's, so yeah, she has written, it looks like mostly, mostly um, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, mostly Star Wars stuff, and then maybe, I'm sorry, I saw the tag hand chops. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. There's no fingering. First oh, kiss. God. Um, drugs. Oh, no. Ron- non con. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, love language. Murder. <laughs> Wait, is that one tag? That's one tag. <laughs> My love language is murder. Yes. Um, yeah, so it looks like a lot of Star Wars fix. And based on that profile, it seems mm-hmm. like she, her, her bio from the beginning, it does seem like she really prefers. Ottoman Empire times. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, probably the Assassin, of... Assassin's Creed makes sense. No, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that, that style. kind of fits in. Fun. Okay. So. Good stuff. Getting mildly steamy. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. And then cutting it off. And then cutting it off. I didn't want to arouse any of you too much. I read like three sex scenes from after, so you can read like one. <laughs> I was afraid that this one was going to be so good. Fair. When it's bad, it's funnier it's funny when yeah because i was thinking because i thought the same thing that i was like after um you know there was plenty of sex scenes but kylo is not holding a plank over um <laughs> over ray he, he's um he, it was like a lot more like very explicitly exploring her body and it was like the sex was very clearly geared towards ray's pleasure mm-hmm. and i was like i'm into this and i was like i like it I'm into good it. references to the consenting adult nature. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, good um, stuff. So yeah, so I was, I just, and then I, you know, for time, didn't want to read the whole scene, because then we would also have to take a break so we could take care of some things. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's, uh, oh, God. that's this is this was Tithe. Tithe. Why, why is it called? Is that the... Yeah, the like... Tithe? Wait, isn't Tithe like a thing that you pay yes, per, to like, like be a, a part... Okay, I I misunderstood the word tithe because I know it's from church and I assumed it meant like non uh, optional payment. One One tenth of annual produce or earnings formally taken as tax for the support of the church and clergy. Wait, so sex is one tenth of a rose? Yep. That doesn't sound right. It's one tenth of her rose. I don't know. Is that so? I think it's like a double thing. I think he was the tithe to. Hell, ah, and then he just was also out there collecting debts, collecting debts for fun. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. Oh, for a minute when you said you made some kind of joke about getting her rose, and yeah. I thought about rosebud for a second. Rosebud. You, no, not that no. one. Do you know what a rosebud is? 
No. Oh, no. No. So, I, a rosebud is when a person, usually a gay man, okay. has a butthole. Oh, no! I know what this is! <laughs> so, I thought that was where the joke was going. <laughs> he takes a rosebud. No. In ladies, a rosebud is their womanhood. Inside out? No. <laughs> it's just a virgin no more. Uh. Just... Remember your flower. Yeah, I'm a and, flower. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, fun. Okay. <laughs> that I was, was like, would you prefer to be a rosebud? <laughs> no. Good. Oh. You. All right. I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry. apparently it's not that bad from what I've heard. I don't know. <laughs> what, what, a, what a resounding review. I can't remember if it was a fan fiction or if it was like a, something else. So at some point, I remember reading something about there was a rosebud and someone like was kissing it and like continuing to do things to it because it's got nerve sen- endings. Yeah, so it's, it sounds sensitive. Yeah. I'm just sure. going to leave that where that is. Yep. What is your assignment for me for next time? Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, Grace. I've given this a lot of thought. Okay, and um, I would like you to mm-hmm. investigate um, the Rugrat fandom. I'm very curious of um, oh no where where that is. Um, as a as a '90s kid, I don't know where was, that is. I I'm just very curious. I feel like it's got to be it's, it's got to be out there. Somebody is Someone, doing something. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so. <laughs> On very on brand. I'm not gonna bring something good, <laughs> <laughs> but you'll bring your. But I will bring styling. something with style. All right. Uh, <laughs> this has been fine pairings with a podcast about fan fiction. I hope you've enjoyed this sensual and refined episode. <laughs> I say if you if you liked this um, ref- still burping episode of... Uh, skip to two weeks from now. And Claire's going to bring something else that's better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, remember to uh, review us on iTunes or Great wherever review. you uh, listen to podcasts. Oh, uh, I forgot. We have a, a new possible thing that we're going to try. We have findpairingspodcasts at gmail.com. And we have been trying to contact the writers of our fan fictions, which does not always happen because they don't always have contact information. But if you would like us to read your fan fiction, either one that you've already written or one based on one of the prompts that we've given out for each other in the past episodes, please send your fan fiction to findpairingspodcast at gmail.com. Try to keep it around 5,000 words or less so that we can get it. I would even say less is... More likely to get you read. Yeah. <laughs> so the shorter it is, the more likely we'll read it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm excited to see what you guys read. Um, read, write, <laughs> right, right. I'm excited or to see what we read. Or if you have written one of these podcasts and we couldn't get a hold of you, please talk to us. Yes, we would love to. We hear. would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> if there is a pod, if the podcast, if there's a fanfic you're also dying for us to read, send oh, that to true. us as well. We're always looking for recommendations. It has to be readable. Yeah. There are a couple fanfics that I've looked at that I'm just like, I don't know if I can read this out loud. <laughs> you've, you've heard my reading ability. Um, scale it to that. <laughs> scale it to my abilities. If it's not legible, I cannot I... read it. I can't. Oh, great. Yes, rate and review. Subscribe for more fun podcast uh, goodness. Excellent. And find us on Instagram, maybe. We're probably going to start posting pictures of our drinks that we've yes. uh, created. But yes. And anyway, we've been our own fine pairing. I'm Claire. <laughs> I'm Grace. And thank you for thank listening. You. Have a good day. <laughs>
I don't know how to end things. <laughs>